This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, this is the start of the new-look Minnesota Twins. Added an arm to the rotation, added a couple of arms to the bullpen. How do things play out moving forward? Well, today they worked out just fine. Twins back in the win column, four to one over Detroit. And let's get to the uh, to the highlights here and some of the post game reaction. Uh, Twins looking to take the series versus the Detroit Tigers. And Joe Ryan, he was on the mound and he looked good. Swing and a miss, and down goes Scope as Ryan kept putting that fastball away towards the corner. And Joe Ryan has fanned four through two scoreless innings. And I said it last night. I said, man, you know what, Joe Ryan, he is going to uh, he's going to be the guy to get this team back um, back into a winning situation. They'll win tonight. He didn't go deep into the ball game because Ryan's the type of kid with the swagger and the confidence where he will want to put the team on his back and carry the load. Uh, we'll see how things how things go here over the course of the remaining portion of the season because it seems to be ingrained a little bit in our minds that we're not going to let pitchers go further than or or further than where we want them to go. We are going to if if they could go seven, we'll probably pull them in six. Yeah. If they could go six, we'll probably pull them in five. And I think with Ryan, I think they're watching his innings, want to make sure he doesn't throw too many innings this year, try to keep the air as fresh as possible. Which I don't think is a bad idea. Not saying it's a bad idea. No. I think the game should dictate how you go. Yeah. All right, so Sandy Leon, he gets an opportunity at uh, a catcher today. He goes two for three with a couple of RBI. That was awesome. And let's go to the bottom of the second where that new acquisition made his mark on the team. First the 1-1 to Sandy. A line drive to left field near the line. That's going to be a fair ball. Miranda's going to score. Racing around third is Gordon. He has the green light from Tommy Watkins. And Gordon scores standing. Welcome to Twins territory, Sandy Leone. A two-out, two-run double. And the Twins take a 2-0 lead. 
Sandy Leon, man, getting it done. All right, it was stay 2 nothing until the fifth. That's when Detroit, when they would get on the board. A little shallow fly ball into center field. That's going to land for a base hit in front of Gordon. So one run in. And Barnhart over to third base. So a bloop base hit. As the Tigers on the board, they trail 2-1. to one. However, in the sixth, Carlos Correa made sure that that would be as close as the Tigers would get. Check the runner in the pitch. There's a line drive, base hit, left center field. Byron around third. He'll be waved in. Throw in is cut off. And the Twins now lead 3-1. to 2-1. to one. Twins leading. And in the eighth, Gio Urshela added an insurance run just because he can. Behind one ball, two strikes, and the pitch. A swing and a fly ball, center field, playable green. This will be deep enough to score Byron. Still going back as Green makes the catch. Tagging, scoring Buxton. Tagging to third is Polanco, sack flyer, Shella, And the Twins now lead 4-1. to one. And all that was left was for the newly acquired Jorge Lopez to get his first slave as a Minnesota Twin. Ryan, Fulmer, Theobar, Duran, and Lopez. The 1-0 pitch, cracked to first, second out. Miranda's got it. Takes it to the bag, and the Minnesota Twins win the game and take the series. Lopez, three up, three down, as he picks up his first save as a twin. Joe Ryan struck out nine in five innings, and the Twins are now 55-49 and 49 as they knock off the Tigers 4-1. All right, and he does just that as Minnesota wins 4-1 over Detroit. Uh, post-game, Joe Ryan... After the game, just talking about what went well for him on the mound. I think just sticking to it. Sometimes I think you'll overthink a little bit too much. Be like, all right, they they swung and miss at this. Maybe they won't again or something. But um, just sticking to the plan, seeing what works that day. Didn't really have a great feel for my changeup, which was working last time. So I think probably they were probably sitting on that a little bit more because it worked so well last time. I don't know. I just kind of just getting after it and attacking hitters. All right, manager Rocco Baldelli after the game on his new additions in that bullpen. We saw some elite sliders from Fulmer. We saw Lopez go out there and you know have about as dominant and clean of an inning as you want to see. It's exciting to turn turn the ball over to those guys, let them uh, do their thing out there. But that's uh, really good-looking stuff from our bullpen. Now, one of the new additions faced his old team today. That was Michael Fulmer who speaks on his Twins debut. It's actually a lot of fun, you know. Uh, I'm glad that it's over, got out of the way. My only goal is just to put up a zero no matter how it got done. So whether it's a guy trying to steal a base or, or strike out or base it, you know, whatever, just uh, just trying to go out there and, and hold the lead for, for the next guy. And catcher Sandy Leone talked about how well he hits at target field. Yes, I know that. That's the only thing I know. <laughs> Every time I come in, I had, a, I had a, like a good day, a good game. I don't know. I, I like Target Field. It's nice. Especially the games, you see the ball is really good. Good city. Uh, now they're good family because they're not playing with them. But like, it, it was always good to come here because I know I, I, I see the ball really well. All right, Sandy, let's go. Let's go, baby. You got me fired up. I see the ball well here. It's a good city. Let's raise the roof. He's always hit well at this ballpark from what I hear and everything. So I'm just I'm thrilled that he's here. I love these additions. It just this is an exciting time, Henry, I think. All right, so so there's something that can't be said about just the situation here the last twenty four hours. Okay. And what it is is that the fans are rejuvenated. Yes. And quite frankly, you would think the clubhouse could be rejuvenated. I would think so. I heard Joe Ryan say after today's ball game. 
he made a comment in which he, and I'm not quoting him, but he said something along the lines of that, um, like they're re-energized. Yeah. He said. He said. He said we feel, you know, Recharged. refreshed. Yeah. That was that was what he said. Yes. So, I'm happy that they feel that way, so that they can finish strong. And I want to say to the fans out there, let's go. Well, let's you- finish strong. This team plays 20 games of their 28 in August. Let's pack Target Field. Let's make it hard on the opposing teams. If you're a player, you look at your team standing, you're in first place. And your front office said, okay, you guys are in, have a chance to win the division. We're making these moves. We speak to win the division. We're giving you some help here to get this thing done. If you're a player, that's got to excite you that the front office believes in you. You would think? Yeah. You would think, yeah. I mean, that that should make you feel like, like you know what? They got trust in us. They believe yes. that we're going to get it done. And that's all that matters. Yeah. And I mean, you know, back in the day when Terry Ryan was GM, I don't recall a lot of big deadline deals that he made. I don't think that was his nature or so. I mean, Falvey Levine, I mean, to give him credit, they've made their swings at making deadline deals. I, I, do I think that this team is in the category with Houston? No. no. Do I think that this team is in the category with New York? No. No, but look at their starting rotation. Look at our starting rotation. I don't think the starting rotation is that good. I think their lineup is better. Their lineup is definitely better, yes. So I just think that all the way around, those I think that Houston and New York are in a tier by themselves. I would agree with you on that. And I think that we're in the next tier underneath that yes. with the other, we'll with the other contending teams. Yes. But this is, this is the thing that I will say about that. Because Twins fans always talk about the Yankees and how we can't get past the Yankees and we can't do this and we can't. Which I get that man. That's it's fine. Yeah, and it we, is what it is. We wear that because it's, it's true. Yeah. Okay, we've had problems with them, but stop acting as though the Yankees have won something in a while. They haven't. When when was the last time the Yankees won a championship? Two thousand nine. It's been a while. It's been a long time. So so let's and I, I and I and we get it. Me and Hammer know there's a big gap between two thousand and nine. And 1991, and by the way, yeah, they won championships in the late 90s and Jeter and all those guys. But the point remains, yeah. they've had massive payrolls for a while. They've been a team that a lot of people have expected to do something when they're spending money on Garrett Cole and all these other guys and making deals. They haven't been to the World Series and winning championships here in years. Yeah, they, they, the Yankees' first talents, they are... They've had their own roadblocks they've been able to get over, mainly the Houston Astros. They've had their issues, too. Yes. So I'm not trying to hear that. And if you look at the starting rotation, I mean, Garrett Cole, I mean, yeah, he's an elite ace or so, but, you know, his tends to give the long ball. He gave him three times to against Seattle. He had that one game at target field where we shelled him. I mean, I think I think we can get to the Yankees starting pitching. I don't want to slug the Yankees, yeah. but I think we can get to the starting pitching. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. No, no, that doesn't work in our favor. Yeah, and now we've got a... Uh, um, improved bullpen, yeah, I'm which just, makes me feel good. I'm just saying, I don't fear New York like I did previous years. I've never feared New York, no. to be honest with you. No. I, I I just I don't view it that way. Like, once you get to the postseason, you got a chance. Yeah. Anybody can be beat. Yeah. And I like the fact this year, with the way the wildcard's saying set up, we don't play the Yankees right away. We'll be the number three seed most likely. We'll play the uh, worst wildcard team there is. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. There is a chance. All right, is there any chance that Miguel Sano will be with the team beyond this season? We'll get to that next year on Lake Nine. Hey, man. 
I like that from Kenny Maine. Hey, Maine. Paul here. My guy, Paul Douglas. I love those commercials. They're fantastic. <laughs> Lake and Hammer hanging out with you here on The Good Neighbor. Miguel Sano. I believe that Miguel Sano, his days with the Minnesota Twins organization, they're numbered. I think that this is it. I think that we are at the end of the road with Miguel Sano. I think that there are a lot of fans that didn't think that going into this final season, but there's nothing that justifies a potential return for Miguel Sano. And before you say this, because I know someone's going to call and say this, because I've heard this before, and feel free to call in at 651-461-9226. Miguel Sano is not going to be the next Big Poppy. I don't think. That's just me. I don't think that Miguel Sano is going to be the next Big Poppy. I don't think that. You may think differently. You may think that Miguel Sano is going to be that guy. Let's give it a little bit more time. I don't see it, man. I just don't see it. And in the last two years, it's been injuries. And do I think that Miguel Sano can get in better shape? Yes. I, I do think that he's too heavy, Hammer. I, I know that he's I know that he's naturally a big guy. I do think he's going to have to lean out about fifteen or twenty pounds. Probably. Because I just I just think that with his size and his weight. And what he has the ability to do, I just think if he if he just leans out a good fifteen or twenty pounds, I think he could be something. He could be better than what he is. I'll put it that way. And go back to your count of him being the next big poppy. Here's the thing: I don't think he's going to be the next big poppy. Even if he is, it's not going to happen here. It just it's just not going to happen here. I mean, what we said, Miguel Sano, this is what's going to be for him. It's not going to get any better. It's not. Gonna, it's just it is what it is at this point. And like you said, he's got an option left on his contract. I don't see Minnesota picking up that option. No. Maybe they bring him back on a lesser deal. Like, that's questionable right now. But at that point, you might as well see who else is out there at first base. What is the market for Miguel Sano right now at this well, point? Well, that's a good point. You know, I saw people on Twitter yesterday complaining because Minnesota didn't trade Miguel Sano. I'm what? like, what, what? Were you, what were you expecting? <laughs> he's hurt. <laughs> Who's trading for her first baseman? <laughs> I mean, I know you want to move on from him, but this problem will take care of itself. <sighs> That's just not. That's just not. Some fans don't being logical. Some fans don't understand how trades work. What is, what is the market for a guy? Yeah. Just because we aren't going to use the guy anymore, just because we've seen him be good in moments, doesn't mean the everybody in the world is clamoring for said player. No. That, I mean, but that's how they think around here. And here's the thing: Major League Baseball. They're watching what the Twins are doing. The people that run the organization, they know about Miguel Sano. They know that. Why would you trade for a guy when you just pay as a free agent in the offseason if they're going to let him go? You know what sucks? It said that he played only 17 games in April yes. before hurting his knee, celebrating a walk-off victory. Of course. If that's not Minnesota sports right there, I don't know what it is. That's just part for the course, I think, Henry. <sighs> Miguel. And there was so much promise for Miguel. Oh, there was. 
I thought that Miguel Sano was going to be really good. Oh, we thought him and Buxton were going to anchor the team here about seven years ago. Yep. And I remember when he was in that home run derby, I was like, oh, man. And what everybody, the big man. He showed you glimpses of greatness, but never the consistency that we needed. He crushed 34 home runs in 2019. Yes. 79 runs batted in. But he also struggled at the plate. This season, he's hit .083 with 25 strikeouts. Imagine that in that short amount of time. He's only played, what, 18 games? 17. 17 games. Yeah. No, 18, because he came back for the one. That's right. He came back for the one, so yes. Yeah, I, I just don't. And, and, you're, and, 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 and let's be clear. You mentioned it. I'm confirming it. There's no way. None, zero, zilch, that they pick up a $14 million option. I wouldn't. Anybody that's picking that up deserves to, to lose their job. Mm-hmm. The buyout is $3 million, so he'll get that. Yes. But, yeah, it's just, it's, I think it's a wrap, man. I think, uh, I think the run is over for Miguel Sano. And really, finding a first baseman is not really that difficult because there seems to like be like five decent ones on the market every year. So you can easily find another per- you can easily move up from Miguel and find another first baseman next year if it's just a stopgap. As much as I'm disappointed that Miguel Sano hasn't been able to stay healthy, Alice Kirilov, him not being able to stay healthy, that's another bummer that's, too. That's disappointing as well. Yes. Because I mean I, I expected Kirilov a wrist issue. I expected him when he got healthy to take over the first base position for Lucy Rise, and he just hasn't been healthy enough to do it. Now he's hurt again. And it just seems like we're snake bitten this year with injuries. Yeah, Larnick's hurt for the year, it looks like. Well, let, let's talk about injuries for a second. Yeah. Larnick. Yes. Kirilov. Yes. Sano. Yep. Buxton's uh, missed time. Yes. Um, we had, we uh, Polanco missed a little bit of time, but I wouldn't necessarily put him in the category no. with all the other guys. No, he bounced uh, back. Paddock out for the year. Yep. Ober's hurt right now. Ober's hurt. Um, Philbar just came back. We were kind of Alcala in the bullpen. He, he was the healthy. Alcala. Yep. So we've been snake bitten, man. And, and you know, we're somehow still in first place, even though our team has not been healthy the entire year. Were you caught by surprise of the DFA, uh, DFA and of uh, Joe Smith? I was very caught by surprise. I was surprised at that. And we're going to get to that in Buy or Sell. Okay, yeah, because Buy or Sell's coming up next. Oh, I Man, I gave away one of the Buy or Sell things. That, that's all right. That's my that, fault. That's great. That gives people a reason to listen. Because we don't know if we're buying or selling it. That 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 one caught me by surprise. Yes. So, hmm. That's interesting. I'll just say this. It caught me by surprise, but I looked at the stats. I looked on the roster. And I think based on the way people have pitched this year, that probably was the right thing to do based on the But now stats. you're giving it away. Not exactly. You kind of are. I didn't say I'm buying or selling it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. All right, coming up next, we'll take uh, – we'll get the uh, the local weather from meteorologist <clears> – excuse me, Paul Douglas. And then coming up next, Paul buy Hill. or sell <laughs> here on Late Night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, it's a Wednesday night. Another edition of Buy or Sell. I really like Buy or Sell. This is a Hammer production. He came up with this idea. I think it's a lot of fun. It makes you think on the fly. Let's get into it. Oh, right. We're going to start with the Minnesota Twins. We teased this topic in the uh, previous segment. The Twins acquired a starter. Accidentally. Well, which is fine. <laughs> you can spill something to look forward to. Twins acquired a starter, two relievers yesterday. As a result, the shuffle is on the roster. Will be in. We for Joe Smith, who was DFA'd. Big room on the roster for the newly acquired Michael Fulmer. You buy or sell the Twins, DFA, and Joe Smith Henry? I'm actually selling this. Okay. I I understand with the moves made, you feel he's expendable. But Joe Smith, the first month and a half of the season, was lights out for you. Joe Smith did not start to have any issues until Joe Smith went on the injured list and was hurt. Yes. Do I think he's 100% since the injury? No, because he's been shaky. But I feel like when healthy, he's a good arm. I'm with you. I'm selling this also because I feel also when healthy, he's a good arm. And yeah, he's been shaky, but you know, he's not the only one in the bullpen who's been shaky. But God. And, um... (laughs) Yes. And just, you know, I feel that the bullpen needs a veteran presence. But here's the bigger issue. We're only losing Joe Smith. We're losing Allie LaForce as well. Oh, I see the angle here. I, I'm not mad at you, though. I'm not no, mad at you. I, I, just, see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, my, my personal belief is hopefully he'll accept the assignment to St. Paul and then keep him down there. They, so he gets hurt, they bring him back up or so and keep him around because I think he's a valuable arm. So I'm sad to see him go. So I'm selling it. Okay. All right. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. We talked briefly last night about Irv Smith being injured again. This time, results from Shocker. surgery. I know. However, he's expected to be back for the opener versus Green Bay. But, Henry, you buy or sell Irv Smith playing against Green Bay in week one of the season? No. You're selling this. Is there any, at this particular point, is there any reason why I should feel confident that Irv Smith will be available for the Minnesota Vikings week one? I don't think that there's any reason why I should feel confident in that at all. And I'm not. Sorry. Now, given his injury history, I can see where you're coming from. I'm going to buy it just because that's the time field the doctors are setting, and they know more about the injury than I do. So I expect to see him in week one. Will he have an impact? I can't predict that. But I think he does play week one against Green Bay. Okay. All right. Good luck. Yeah. We'll see what happens. (laughs) 
On Minnesota Timberwolves, in a recent interview on Complex.com, Anthony Edwards says he can be the next face of the NBA. Do you buy yourself Edwards being the next face of the NBA? I absolutely believe that he could be the next face of the NBA. He's that good. Not, And this is the reason why Anthony Edwards, to me, is one of the new faces, new young faces of the NBA, and why he could be a big, massive star in face of the NBA. He's got all the basketball talent in the world. And when I say basketball talent, I'm talking about in terms of he can do everything on the basketball court and he can do it and be flashy with it. He's one of the best dunkers in the league. And we know that dunks and highlights, that means everything. Sports Center top 10. He's also got a personality. He also is a guy that's in movies. Like, what can Anthony Edwards not do? He is going to get fans, forget about just the basketball side of it, but also from the entertainment personality side. So, yes, I'm buying this. All right, you actually sold me on this. I was selling because when I think of the face of the NBA, I think of LeBron. I think of Steph Curry. I think of Giannis. And I don't know if he can get that level. But now you've made the argument for you where, you know what? I think he can get there. I think you sold me on it. There's no doubt he can get there. Yeah. In my mind. Here's the thing. He definitely will be a face of the NBA. I don't know about the face. He definitely will be a face. One definitely watch. Uh, Minnesota Wild. Last week, the Wild, along with Valley Sports North, announced that War World will be the host for Hockey Day in Minnesota. Hey! Do you buy yourself World being chosen for Hockey Day in Minnesota, Henry? It's War World. I know. So, of course! Okay, this for, this okay. is... Hold on, tell me. This might be the easiest buy ever. Okay. Okay. No, no, hold on, no. It's War World. Okay. It's the easiest. This is the easiest fire sale okay, of, okay. of them all. First of all, it's the offseason. So I mean, maybe it's a wild topic I can find for today. So this is the best I can come up with. Second of all, I'm buying this too because I can't think of a better city hosted than World Minnesota. You heard my answer. Yes. From the moment where you said where it was at, I was like, duh. Yeah. Of course. Yes. This is. This, I mean, this is a slam dunk. Okay, I'm going to rephrase this question here. No, no, no. I just answered it the way it is. No, no, no. Well, can, can I follow up with you on this? Let me follow up. Sure. Do you feel it's the best place in Minnesota for Hockey Day in Minnesota? I can't answer that. Okay. I am not. I'm uh, not versed enough in I mean, this is the state of hockey. There are, more, there are multiple places. That's fair. So I can't. I, I don't want to pick one over the other. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Minnesota United, last week the Loons drew 4 4 with Portland. But Coach Ainer, he said it felt like a loss with the Loons blowing a three-run lead before rallying the tie. Although, with that draw, though, they do are, they are unbeaten in seven straight matches. Do you buy still a draw against Portland being bad for the Loons, Henry? Uh, yeah, it, it, that's a bad draw. Yes, it is. You don't blow a two-goal lead. And, and you just don't. I mean, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you don't blow. You, you don't let that happen. Yeah. So, I, I'm sorry. We... The way that you played, and you've been at the top of your game here for the last month, got to finish. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this as well too because Steve Simpson and I were at the match on a Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, and they fell back early. They they get the first goal in like the first minute. I mean, they were back on their heels. And to their credit, they rallied to score three unanswered goals to take a three-run lead at halftime. Even at that point, they should win. But you know, Pro's a really good team. They played well in the second half, and you know they eventually got the lead. And thankfully, the Loons got a goal tied in the 80th minute. Hey, let me ask this question yes. um, before we get to our last buy or sell item. Yes. Are you ready 
for MLS Week, All-Star Week? I'm looking forward to following it. Now, unfortunately, I don't have any time off here, so I'm not going to any events at all. But None? Be, no, but I'll be watching from a distance. Mm, I'll be okay. following what's going on. I mean, the, the reason I didn't take off for the game, they aren't playing a European squad. I mean, they're playing the Mexican All-Stars, which will be a fun match in itself. But okay. I like it when a European team comes here to play the MLS All-Stars. It's the MLS, though, man. I know, I know. Have you ever been to an MLS weekend? I have not. I think it's going to be pretty fun next week. You went to one in Kansas City, didn't you? And it was fun. I'm sure it was. And now, even just blocks from here, we're going to have the concert Khalid. on Monday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Khalid. Yes. So, you know, buy you a ticket, man. 25 bucks. Well, so it's going to cover my shift, though. Well, the concert starts at what time? Seven? Oh, okay. We could probably do that. I mean, dip in there for like 30 minutes and mouse. I'm just joking. Okay. I, th- I think it starts at like seven, though. Seriously, that sounds about right. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk down there. I'm not. You should. I can't stay for the, con- the like the full fledged concert no. because we have a show to do that night. But I'm gonna dip my head down there. I actually, I, if your credential for MLS, your credential for that. So I'm just gonna go peek my head in there and okay. then and then pop out and just come to come to work. Well, bring me back in the studio. I'm all for it. Who says no? Who says no? Exactly. <laughs> all right, and finally, the Minnesota Lynx. Rachel Banner's raised her game at the right time when the Lynx need her most, averaging 20 minutes and 12.4 points coming off the bench. Now, they lost to the uh, Seattle Storm tonight. There are four games left. Do you buy yourself Banner's play helping the Lynx clinch a playoff berth? Selling this. You're selling this. Um, not because I don't believe in Rachel Banner. I'm selling this because the Lynx are not clinching a playoff berth. I, I do not believe that the Minnesota Lynx are going to make the, the postseason this year. I just don't think that it. I don't think it's it's meant to be. We, in the final week, we play Connecticut. We play Seattle again, who we lost to tonight. Atlanta and Phoenix. I don't think you go. I think you got to go three, three and one. You're probably right. And I don't think that they go three and one. Uh, I think at best they go two and two. Um, I mean, at worst, they lose all of them. I don't think they're going to lose all of them. Yeah, unfortunately, I guess as well. I love the way Rachel's playing. I think she's done a nice job this year. And, you know, she's helped the team a lot. And they made a late run here. But time's running out, and I just don't know if the schedule works in their favor. I don't think it does. No. And, Henry, that is Buy Yourself for this week. All right, that's Buy Yourself. Coming up next, another staple here on the show. Every night, we do headlines. Late Night presents today's headlines. All right, it's time for headlines here. Headlines to finish off the 11 o'clock hour. Hammer, tell me what you got. We all start local all the time. We will start local here. And as the first executive order as mayor, Jacob Fry deemed Minneapolis a safe haven for reproductive rights on Wednesday. The executive order was as first as they are now allowed under the new strong mayor government structure. Under this executive order, Medical staff and departments will be prohibited from providing any information to other states or jurisdictions pursuing legal action against someone seeking an abortion in Minneapolis. Fry says the order makes clear that the city will not help to persecute the other person's ability to get an abortion. Move follows through with other cities and states who have put place similar legislation, most recently in Seattle. Fry shared that Minneapolis city staff will not cooperate with anyone trying to take away a fundamental right for women. The only exception for them is to share information will be if they are required under a federal or state statute or by a court order. 
Now, any states or jurisdictions looking at information on one of their potential residents getting abortion in Minneapolis will be turned away. Good. This is and, a good thing. And this is a great thing. Yeah. This is absolutely a great thing. And the other thing about this, though, I think that people should be aware of is we saw what happened yesterday in the state of Kansas. Yes, we did. That is going to resonate throughout the country. Yes, it will. Because, and trust me, I lived in Kansas for five and a half years. You did. And so I understand folks in that area and right across the state line in Missouri. That was somewhat of a shocker to a lot of people. Caught a off guard. When you have people in Kansas and Missouri, and I know that this was this was Kansas, but but it's 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 a mix between Kansas and Missouri because it's, it's all all I won't say all one, but you get what I'm saying. It's like Minneapolis, St. Paul, when we talk about Kansas City. Exactly. Um, when you have that happen, okay, with so many people there that are not pro-abortion, but they're saying, even though I'm not for abortion, I don't think that we need to be meddling in other people's affairs. Yes. I think that that's something that a lot of people around the country are like, okie dokie. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't like the idea of abortion myself, but I don't think I should have any say in what a woman should do with it. If she wants to get an abortion, that's her decision. Yep. It doesn't involve me. Yep. All right. Uh, national news. The U.S. Senate on Wednesday overwhelmingly passed a resolution approving Finland and Sweden's request to join the NATO, a pivotal step towards expanding the 30-member trans- transatlantic military alliance. By partisan show of support for Finland and Sweden's extension to NATO is a direct response of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and active aggression has alarmed the U.S. and European officials. The vote was 95 to 1. Only senator voting against it was Josh Hawley, of course. He's a traitor. Yeah. Finland and Sweden <laughs> bid to join NATO will need to win a Did he run? Did he run the vote? I think he by himself? I think it was more of a he trot. jogged? It was okay. more of a trot. Okay, he tried. And by the way, somebody needs to set the video to the Chariots of Fire theme. <laughs> I or think the, I saw that. Or the Benny Hill theme, one of the two. Uh, Finland and Sweden's bid to join NATO will need to win approval from all other NATO countries. A process could take months, and that, when completed, would grant Article 5 protection to historical neutral countries. In the meantime, the countries are considered NATO partners and have participated in military exercises with the U.S. and other NATO nations. David now heads to President Joe Biden's desk. He must sign the resolution twice before the State Department can affix the U.S. seal to make it official. Yeah, I, I mean, look, there was one individual that voted against it, and it's Josh Hawley. Yeah. The guy that everybody laughs at. Yes. And the other person that didn't vote for it but was present was Rand Paul. Of course. Yeah. I mean, Finland, Sweden, the NATO. Who says no? I mean, who says no? Apparently Josh Holly does. Yes, Josh Holly does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Business news. As inflation continues to rise and the cost of living keeps going up, more Americans than ever are digging themselves in the hole of credit card debt. New York Federal Reserve said Tuesday in a press release that credit card balances increased by $46 billion in the second fiscal quarter, and credit card debt has gone up by 30% mm. or $100 billion over the last year. It's the biggest increase in credit card debt in more than 20 years, and 233 million new accounts were opened in the second quarter, increasing from the previous quarter and sitting the highest amount since 2008. Overall, the New York Fed said household debt increased by $312 billion to $16.5 trillion in the second quarter. Balances are about $2 trillion higher than they were at the end of 2019 prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. New York Fed said quarterly reported household debt and credit card balances were slightly below the pre-pandemic levels after sharp declines in the first year of the pandemic. You know, more than anything, what we're seeing is that people are becoming more reliant on credit card stuff. Like, people are struggling right now. 
I've had to rely on mine a couple times during the pandemic when I was I thought Twins baseball for the year. Yeah, it, it just it, right now we're in that we're in a situation where we're reliant on all any way that we can access cash and credit lines. In fact, the uh, last month or so, I had to put some money on my car to get new tires and uh, new rear brakes, and that cost me a nice eighteen hundred dollars. Well. Let, let me just put it like this. My vehicle is due for service yeah. here in the next couple of yeah. weeks. And then you know what else I got to get for for the winter? Tires. Yes, yes. And, and that'll and, cost As me. my mechanic said, hey, you got to stop. So you got to stop. Breaks had to be done. Yep. NFL Entertainment News. Ferris Bueller star Edie McClure suffers from dementia, and now her legal team is fighting to get a man who's been living with her out of her home. Next was filed on Tuesday as a request for the temporary restraining order. McClure's lawyers say a man named Michael Ramos claimed that McClure's longtime friend was able to integrate himself into her life while she's battling dementia. McClure's team wrote that Ramos is unemployed and was able to finagle her way into McClure's home, even though he has never paid any rent or expenses. Whoa. The complaint also claims Ramos tra- tried to take out McClure, who was under conservatorship out of the state of California, in order to marry her when he knew she lacked capacity. The complaint said the two have never been romantically involved, but a caretaker for McClure filed a criminal complaint against Ramos that accused of assaulting her in McClure's home on more than one occasion. Now, I don't, do you remember who Edie McClure is? Uh, I've seen a picture of her. I remember her from, yep. And I'll play this clip. Act, to, to actress, remi- yep. This clip should remind you who she is. Well, he's very popular, Ed. The Sportos, the Motorheads, Geats, Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. She was a secretary <laughs> first Bueller. <laughs> they think he's a righteous dude. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, Ferris Bueller. Classic. Yes. Bueller, 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 Bueller. I mean, I love that movie. And the principal's a great villain. One of my favorites. I, I, look, during that time, that was that that and Weird Science were my two favorites. Okay, that and Weird Science. Of course, I loved The Breakfast Club. Yes. Of course, I loved. Um, what's the other one that that was super popular that I'm, that I'm blanking on right now? Um, pretty, Sixteen Candles. Oh, I thought you said Pretty in Pink. Sixteen Candles. Okay. 16 Candles, that was awesome. Like, those were my groupings right there. But Ferris Bueller, that was unbelievable. Well, first of all, it's set in Chicago, which is a great movie city. I mean, one thing about me in movies, like, if you give me a good city or so, I'm into the movie right away. Oh, and I'm blanking on um, Tom Cruise. Oh, Risky Business? Risky Business. Oh, unbelievable. I'll give you another good one from the 80s. Adventures in Babysitting with Elizabeth Shue. I don't think I saw that. Trust me, you'll like it. Um, got to add this one in there. Um, since oh, uh, was it class? Oh, with a Jacqueline Bissett, Andrew oh, McCarthy. Oh, 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 yeah, baby. Well, that was throwing St. almost fire than two over at it. Yes, yeah, man, we're going down memory lane right now. Unfortunately, we're out of time, so we can't keep listening to '80s movies all night long. <laughs> I love it though. Just the same way that we went down memory lane, yes. somebody else riding around or somebody at home is like, okay, all right, I see you, Hammer. Yes. That's awesome. Those are your headlines for tonight. All right, coming up next, we talk some National Football League Vikings training camp. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, he joins us next here on Lake Night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 